Hello and welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. I am your host, TJ Houston, and today we are talking about hotels and how I book hotels and little tips and tricks that I've kind of found along the way. But before we get into that, I want to share my weight loss update for 2019. This year on January 1st, my starting weight was 192, and that 192 was after I dropped about 30 pounds um, following other things, but now I'm following Weight Watchers, and I'm happy to say that I've lost almost 30 pounds while on Weight Watchers. So I'm down to 164 and I'm honing in on that goal of 155. Also, I wanted to wish all of the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you for absolutely everything that you do. And thank you to the uh, mothers in my life, my uh, mother, um, Donna Houston. Thank you so much. You are the one that turned me on to Weight Watchers and this healthier lifestyle. Uh, So thank you. Love you very much. And then my mother-in-law, Sherry Clark, um, happy Mother's Day to you as well. So all the mothers out there, absolutely happy Mother's Day. So this is actually the second time I'm recording this podcast. Um, the first time I realized that uh, I was at the la- my last points and I looked down at the recorder and I didn't hit record. So uh, you get a full, I-, I actually got a nice long rehearsal in. It is a longer episode. I will warn you of that. Um, but here we go. We are, I- I'm well polished because I've now thought about absolutely everything because I've gone through a whole episode already. So what are the weekly accomplishments? What's worked well? What has not worked well? Uh, number one that has worked well is I am killing it with my water game. I have stayed on track with that. I have drank over hundred ounces every single day for the last like two or three weeks. Uh, so that has been helping me a ton and focusing on that and making sure that I hit that goal has really helped me with my weight loss. Um, one thing that didn't help me with my weight loss was last Sunday. I had an awesome win. I ran that 14 miles, which was awesome. But then I ate like 14 grown men. I swear I added like eight pounds on after that meal. Uh, A lot of it was probably, you know, just water weight and retaining water. But uh, the the scale definitely shot up after that day. We had, he took my mom out for her birthday, uh, birthday brunch and had some unhealthy things there and then had pizza and beer for dinner. Just Sundays are not good for me, including today. (laughs) Um, They just tend to be my, uh, my unhealthy days of the week. But I ended the week strong. So back to a win was I was able to get back on the road, focus on my weight loss. And then when I landed in Indianapolis this week on Thursday, I uh, made my hotel burrito bowl filling, which is a um, steam and bag rice cauliflower, added some taco seasoning, a can of corn, some salsa, some black beans and canned chicken breast and mix all that together, throw it in the microwave and then actually put it in the fridge overnight. And all those flavors kind of soak together and you don't get that like grossed canned chicken breast taste because of the salsa and all the other flavorings there. And it's a delicious burrito filling. So you can eat it with tortilla chips. You can throw it on your tortilla shell. You can just eat it straight up. I do that as well. Um, but it's a nice, low-cost, easy cook-in-your-hotel-room um, 
thing that can, it lasted like four meals, five meals. And I still, I actually ended up dumping some, uh, there was so much left. So, um, I'm going to put a, a, a recipe together for this on the website. Um, and the notes that just the things that I mentioned there, you'll be able to find over at fitfortheroad.co in the episode notes for this episode. So moving on, another thing is we are still reading atomic habits, which is an easy and proven way to build good habits and break old ones. I have about three hours left, so I'm hoping to finish it this week. It's taken me a long time to read it, but while I'm reading it, I'm taking notes along the way so I can provide you guys with um, some actionable items with that book review. Uh, But it's a very good book. I highly recommend Atomic Habits, and there's a link for it in the show notes. Very, very good book book. So speaking of taking notes and reading books and all that fun stuff, I wanted to update you guys. I am also starting back to college uh, tomorrow, uh, Monday. I'm taking 19 credit hours over the summer. Yes, I'm freaking crazy, uh, but I do want to finish out that MBA. I want to focus on my education and get that degree. So I am going back to school. So on top of the podcast, all the travel, the work, all that fun stuff, I'm now adding um, college student to that list of things. So uh, wish me luck as I start college on Monday, tomorrow, bright and early. Um, All online classes, but it's a ton of work because it's summer classes, so they're all condensed down. So I'm still going to focus on, you know, creating content for, you know, this podcast, for this blog, Instagram, all that stuff. I don't plan to, you know, put this on the back burner at all. Uh, My goal is to focus on, you know, school is number one. And while that is number one, I'm still maintaining, you know, my focus on being healthy and doing this all while I travel. So um, I will give you guys updates on how things are going as I, you know, kind of do go on this journey. I'm going to share this with you guys, my audience. So thank you all for listening. So in today's episode, I share my thoughts on points on you know, thoughts on different points and earning points, uh, what properties I stay at, and then a few different hacks to maximize your stay and things that I've kind of learned along the way. But before we go into that, just kind of some overarching thoughts about the way I book my hotels. First and foremost, I am very, very selfish. I put myself first. Now, obviously, I stay within the, you know, booking guidelines for our hotel travel policy. And I stay within those guidelines, like I'm not going to break rules, but I am, I tend to do what's best for me. So if that means I'm going to book a hotel that has a, you know, a fridge and a cooktop and a microwave, I'm going to do that. Or they have a cook to order breakfast. I'm going to choose that hotel over one that doesn't. So in this episode, I share kind of what those hotel properties are and why I stare those stay at those. I also put a ton of time into researching the hotels that I stay at. I look up and see, you know, what's near them, what amenities they offer. And you really need to do that too. You need to figure out what's most important for you and book hotels that align with what your needs are. And then the final thing is, if you don't ask, you are never going to receive. And if you've ever talked to me in person um, or if you're friends, you know, one thing that I say all the time is, you know, you might as well try for yes because you already have no. And that is something that I always do constantly, you know, for whether that's, you know, an upgrade when I'm going to check in, I'll always ask if there's an upgrade. I will always try for yes, because if I don't, I have no. So what's the harm in asking? All they can do is say, no, there are no upgrades available or no, we don't have that available or no, we can't do that. But if I don't at least try, I don't at least ask, then I'm leaving that out on the table. I'm doing 
you know, putting myself in a bad position by not asking. So you have to look out for yourself because nobody else is gonna when you're out on the road. So always ask, always try. Otherwise, you're never going to receive anything. So moving on, we're going to start with the first and foremost. I am a Hilton guy. I I tend to book more Hilton hotels. Uh, when I first started out, it, I found that it was within our budget and it met a lot of my needs. It was, you know, I was very comfortable with it. Uh, they actually, when I first started off, there was a bonus that kind of helped me fast track to get status. Uh, but overall, I'm a Hilton guy. I really enjoy the Hilton hotels. I feel like I get more hotel for the money. And honestly, I had nothing bad to say up until I was booking my Europe trip and there wasn't a ton of international options compared to other hotel brands. Domestically, I feel like there is more Hilton properties than you know any other properties. But when you're looking international, you just don't have as many options. So just keep that in mind. If you're someone that travels more you know, on leisure outside of the country, then Hilton might not be the best one for you. Um, but if you're traveling domestically, then I feel like Hilton does have the most options. They also give the option for elite gifting. So it was nice for me once I achieved status. I was actually able to gift my mom status. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, but I was actually able to gift her status as well. So, you know, after I got to a certain level, I could give her gold. And then when I got to another level, I was able to actually able to gift her diamond status. Uh, so that was a really cool feature. You know, I'm already on the road. I'm already earning these things. So I might as well help, you know, those around me. So those are some of the things, some of the reasons on why, you know, I chose Hilton from the very beginning. Now coming up, I am going to mix it up just because of the whole Europe thing. And it's just, I'm, I'm going to start spreading out my points a little bit more, but I'm never going to give up my status with Hilton. I'm always going to focus on Hilton first and foremost. So when it comes to earning that status, how, how do you do that? So number one is you have to research the programs. You definitely have to see what is the quickest and easiest way for you to achieve that status in the quickest way possible. And one thing that I learned early on that nights and stays are very different. So I could stay at a hotel for three nights and that only counts as one stay. Whereas I could stay at three different properties in an area and that counts as three stays. Well, if you look at what it takes in order to kind of move up to, you know, the different levels, the different um, elite tiers, if you will, it's easier to achieve those levels with less stays. So in the case of Hilton, it's actually quicker to achieve that status if you break up your stays or you break up your nights into different hotels. So as I was booking, what I would do is I would book, you know, one night at a Hampton Inn. The next one I might do a nearby a Hilton Garden Inn. Um, the next day I might stay, you know, at Embassy Suites because I was able to get to status quicker. Because for example, if I want to get to Diamond, it's going to be 30 stays, 60 nights, or 120,000 Hilton points. So I could stay at you know, I could do this basically in 30 nights if I stayed in different hotels. So that's the quickest way for me to get there. Now, if you're someone that doesn't like moving or maybe you have to stay in a certain hotel, that's fine. You can use the 60 nights and you could have, let's say you're staying, you know, a couple weeks in different hotels, you're doing week-long stays, then you're able to achieve that by getting to the nights. But for me, it was quicker to get it to the stays. Again, Diamond is 30 stays and 60 nights. Or maybe you have a you know bigger 
wallet, you have more money to travel with, it might be easier for you to do it by, you know, just the raw spend. You might just stay at, you know, downtown Hilton properties, or maybe it's, you know, overseas and they're, you know, a little bit more expensive and you can get more of the base points and you can get that 120,000 points. But for me, it was easier to do the 30 stays. And all these different um, earnings as well as the perks, I have pictures of them. They're screenshots from the website, and you can find those in the show notes at fitfortheroad.co. So you do have a quick reference kind of for those. So my first thing for earning earning status quick is to, you know, just break up your nights into different stays. It takes a little bit more planning on your part, but it'll allow you to fast track that um, status earning so you can get to diamond much, much quicker. Uh, the different levels of status, things start really opening up on the Hilton program once you hit gold. And then it's kind of that next level once you get to diamond. So you start to earn more of a point, you know, more points. So the base point is 10 points per every dollar you spend. Once you get up to the next, which is silver, you get 12 points, gold is 18 points, and then diamond is 20 points. So it's 100% bonus once you get to diamond. So you really start to accrue points very quickly once you move up those uh, status levels. And again, I shared a picture of the chart with all the different you know, the different perks of status in the show notes and you guys can reference that. Um, again, sorry, dog's barking. It's uh, getting late here. So she tends to uh, see crazy things out the window. So I do apologize for the uh, the dog barking in the background. Uh, another thing is always ask for that upgrade. I talked about that a little bit ago, but when you check in, a lot of times they'll pull up your information and say, hey, thanks for being a gold member. Thanks for being a diamond member. Say, oh yeah, no problem. Are there any upgrades available? And then they feel obligated to check that for you. And it's not that I necessarily need a bigger room, but I would love a room that has a microwave and a fridge. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to like some of the Hilton properties, if I stay there, I would love to have the higher room with the view, you know, more room, especially in like Chicago and New York. But most of the time I'm doing it just for the fridge. I know that's that's what my uh, life has become as far as being healthy on the road. I don't really care much about the room as long as there's a fridge in the room. Uh, but I will ask, hey, are there upgrades available? I would love, you know, a suite or I would love to, you know, have a higher, you know, I would like to have a higher room so I can have more of a view. Um, but always ask for that upgrade. And also when you do that, ask if they have an executive lounge because Hilton properties, Double Trees, a lot of the Conrad, the higher level um, properties, they're going to have a lounge for diamond members. And that's usually the executive lounge. In the executive lounge, they have things like bottles of water, a lot of times they'll serve breakfast there, light hors d'oeuvres. They'll have an honor bar so you can write down your room number if you pour yourself a drink. It's just a nice little amenity to have, especially when you don't have time to, you know, if you come back to the hotel and you're just looking for somewhere else to work or, you know, you don't want to have to find a local, you know, coffee shop or bar, the executive lounge is nice to have. So definitely ask if they do have an executive lounge. Um, now, you're not going to find those in like the Hilton Garden Inns or the Hampton Inn or Hampton Inn Suites. They're going to be at the higher level properties. And a lot of times it'll be notated on the actual profile for the hotel on the Hilton Honors page or in the app. Um, but make sure that you at least do that, you know, research beforehand to see if they do have that lounge available. 
So how can we maximize our points? First and foremost is make sure that you are enrolling in any Accelerate offers that they have. So right now, currently, as we speak, uh, which is, you know, beginning of May, IHG, um, Hilton, as well as Marriott all have Accelerate offers. And what I mean by Accelerate offers is they have different uh, promotions going that are like double your points by, you know, between now and August or, you know, three time points on your next time you stay with us or they'll do some type of bonus for you. So always make sure that you are checking and enrolling in those programs so that way you can earn as many points as possible. A lot of times they are double point promo specific to Hilton. You know, last year they were running a almost a double point promo, you know, all year long. So on top of my 100% bonus for being a diamond member, I was also getting the double points um, promos that were going on. Another thing too, uh, I I don't do this, but I have talked to other reps that do this. They actually will find hotels that have a double points package. So Hilton offers this when you book your hotel and it is a double points package. So if you are looking to get as many points as possible, you can find hotels that might cost a little bit less, but then you can go through and do the double points package and actually earn double the points on that stay. And then your accelerate offer kicks in. So that's a quick way to earn a ton of points if it's within your travel policy. Now, obviously, I don't do that because I, it's, I just I don't feel right about it. But if your travel policy is just a blank, like you have X amount to spend, then it might be within what you're able to you know be able to book, and it might be something worth you looking into. Um, I just don't do that. Another thing is you can choose uh, gifting points instead of a snack when you check in. So I always choose the points. Uh, Also, this is similar to if you don't have your room clean. So let's say you're staying at a hotel for, you know, three nights. A lot of times you can opt to not have your room clean and in lieu of points or in lieu of having a room clean, you get points. So that might be something that you ask when you check in as well. Um, What are, you know, can I not have my room cleaned and get points? They, they might have some type of program for that. So again, always ask. It doesn't hurt to ask as far as how you can maximize you know, that earning potential. Another thing is the Hilton Dining Program, the Hilton Honors Dining Program. I noticed this today, actually, as I was doing some research for this episode, is you can earn points for any time you go out to certain restaurants. And they're actually doing a promotion now where you earn a thousand points if you link your credit card that you have and then do, you know, you go out to eat and then you do a quick review of that hotel or I'm sorry, of that restaurant through the Hilton dining program and you get a thousand points. So it's a quick and easy way for you to just get some points uh, added to your account for spending that you were already going to do. So it's a great way to earn, you know, some free points. Another thing is the status bonus, like I talked about earlier, you know, once you're at the different silver, gold, or, you know, diamond levels, you're going to earn, obviously, more points. Uh, But one thing I did want to bring to people's attention, I don't think a lot of people know this, is when you charge things back to your room, you're actually earning points on that. So instead of just cashing out when you leave the hotel bar, charge it back to your room. And then when you check out, just say, hey, I have some charges to settle. I'd need my, you know, any bar charges brought over and use this card. And then all the other charges will go to this one. So what that does is you're earning all the points for that. 
but then you're still getting your hotel bill and then you're getting your personal charges. So it's actually, for me, it works out nice because then I just have a single charge on my card and then my, you know, my normal, you know, business one stays untouched and I earn all those points on that. So this is the case with all hotels except for the Hampton and the Homewood Suites. Those you're only going to earn points on your base, um, your 10 base points on your spent on the room rate. You're not going to get anything from other room charges. This is also true for home two suites and true by Hilton. Those you're not going to learn your earn anything as far as, you know, charging things back to the room. And then also the uh, Hampton Inn over in China, they're actually totally excluded from the Hilton honors program. So just some quick notes on, you know, because some of the fine print, I just wanted to bring it to your attention. Um, you're not going to get any points for room charges for the Hampton, the Homewood, the Home to Suites, or the True to Suites. So going a step further, it's worth pointing out that you're also going to earn half the base points whenever you stay at a home two suites or a true by Hilton. You only earn five base points for every eligible US dollar spent, and that's only on the room rate. So you really kind of squash your earning potential if you stay at a home to suites or a true by Hilton. Now, I was reading about the True by Hilton today, and I'm going to try to book one in the coming weeks just to experience it, just so I can do kind of a review. They do some really cool stuff with fitness, and I'm going to see if it's worth the trade-off for me. Um, I know some friends that have stayed there, and they've really liked it, but I kind of have to balance if it's worth you know losing half of the points to stay there. So I'll report back to you guys on what I find, but I don't like that I'm earning half of the points than if I would even stay at like a Hampton Inn. That just doesn't resonate well with me. But again, that's what's important to me, earning those points. That might not be what's up, you know, earning or earning those points might not be important for you. So it might not be the best for you. But I just wanted to let you know that you're earning half of the points with Home to Suites or the True by Hilton. So, and if you have any questions on any of this stuff or if this is confusing to you at all or, you know, you need help setting anything up, please reach out, tj at tjhouston.com. I'm happy to email you, jump on a phone call, whatever it is. Any way I can help you. I just don't, I hate seeing people leave points on the table. So if there's something I can help you with, I will absolutely do that. So moving on, what properties do I normally stay at and why? So what I found is my favorite kind of go-to property is the Homewood Suites by Hilton. And the reason I like this is I'm getting full earning potential for an all-suite hotel, which is nice. I know I'm guaranteed to get a nice roomy suite. I'm guaranteed to have a full-size fridge. I'm guaranteed to have a cooktop as well as a microwave, which is absolutely awesome. From there, I'm going to get some free food. I'm going to get breakfast for free, and then I'm going to get dinner on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I believe it's Thursday. And that dinner could be you know, a salad bar. It could be a taco bar. It could be a pizza or a pasta bar. They do different stuff every night. It's like a social hour. And then that also comes with beer and wine. So I tend to not partake in those things, uh, but if you want some free uh, free beer and free wine on tap, uh, kind of serve your own, then you should definitely be looking at the Homewood Suites. And some of the Homewood Suites, you're actually able to order groceries ahead of time. So when you check into your hotel, you'll uh, get kind of a list where you can fill out the things that you want, and they'll actually go grocery shopping for you. Now, I personally haven't done this yet. It might be something that I try soon, um, but a lot of times I go grocery shopping before I get to the hotel. Um, but it 
if it's if that's something that appeals to you where you can you know kind of show back up and all your groceries are there then by all means again homewood suites is definitely the one that uh, you want to look into so homewood suites is by far my favorite hotel to stay at if i have the opportunity it's within our travel policy i will definitely stay at the homewood suites Moving on from there would be the Embassy Suites. Uh, It's another all-suite hotel, which again, I don't have to worry about getting there late and not getting an upgrade. I know I'm going to get a fridge. I know I'm going to get a microwave. And again, those are things that are important to me so I can stay on plan. I can cook, you know, my uh, burrito filling in the microwave or if I get any, you know, anything that I need to warm up like oatmeal, I have the microwave there. Uh, That's important to me. So that's why I choose kind of these hotels. And then the manager's reception. So what's nice is the manager receptions, a lot of times they have um, celery as well as carrots uh, as like a light hors d'oeuvres. They have other things too. They have chips, pretzels, you know, chips and salsa. I've even seen like chicken wings before. Uh, They're light appetizers, light hors d'oeuvres. And then they have free beer, wine, and drinks. So again, if that is something that's in your plan and you save your points for that glass of wine, it might as well be free. So both Homewood Suites and Embassy Suites do have that kind of free manager's reception. Uh, Embassy Suites, though, is every night. It's not just certain nights of the week where you get that. It is actually every night. Another cool thing about NBC Suites is they have the cook-to-order breakfast, so you can get your zero-point omelet that is stuffed full of fresh veggies and not have to pay for it, which is great. Uh, they also do made-to-order like pancakes and you know whatever you want that's kind of cooked-to-order for you, and they also have a um, breakfast buffet as well. So my second choice, if I can't get a Homewood Suites, would be an Embassy Suites uh, because of the, you know, again, all-suite hotel, manager's reception, and a cook-to-order breakfast. So if I can't book those two things, I will go to a Hilton Garden Inn. Uh, most of them tend to have fridges in the room. They have the cook-to-order breakfast at the restaurant, which is nice. I can order, you know, what eggs I want on top of, you know, whatever they have at the, you know, kind of bar. And most of them have the hotel bar and restaurant So if you are getting late, you don't want to have to think about it. You want to charge your dinner back to the room to earn those points. Then you can with the Hilton Garden Inn. From there, it would be a Hilton property. Uh, Again, you have once you hit that status level, um, you'll get free breakfast at their restaurant. You'll always get free breakfast with Hilton, which is nice once you earn status. Uh, It's different levels of breakfast, though. So with Hilton properties, you know, you kind of want to ask, you know, what type of breakfast comes with this? Is it a continental breakfast? Is it a full breakfast buffet? Uh, Specifically, a couple weeks ago, I was staying at the um, Chicago O'Hare Airport uh, Hilton, and it was like a kind of a crappy buffet is what you got as a uh, Hilton member or a Hilton diamond member. But if I paid like 12 bucks, I would have got like the full breakfast buffet. So I was like, nah, I'll just get some fruit. And then once I got to the airport, I just went to the Delta lounge and had nice eggs for breakfast and more filling breakfast. But it is worth just asking for because I have had really good luck with like the Hilton in downtown Chicago where it was a very good breakfast. And the same thing with the Cincinnati airport um, Hilton. It was a very good breakfast um, buffet that they had a nice little spread. So um, mileage may vary. You definitely just want to ask beforehand, like what's included with a free diamond breakfast and see if that's a good fit for you. What is nice about Hilton is they have the executive lounges, like I mentioned earlier. So these executive lounges, you know, that might have the honor bar. It might have, again, hors d'oeuvres at night. Um, Again, mileage may vary. You just have to ask questions about the uh, executive lounges. 
And then finally, they don't really have, not all of them tend to have fridges. Again, this is a higher end property. It's more of a luxury property. So things like fridges just aren't aren't exactly part of the motif. So you're going to have to ask for a fridge if you want one. And finally, if nothing else is available, I will try to find a Hampton Inn and Suites. And the Inn Suites is very important because I do try for that upgrade. Uh, the Hampton Inn and Suites, I love their room layouts, especially their King Suites that have the desk in the middle. They have a mini fridge. It's just, it's a really nice room. Uh, what I also like is their breakfast bar it tends to have a lot of fresh fruit and I get I get turkey sausage at most of the Hampton Inn and Suites. I don't find turkey sausage at a lot of other um, properties, whether that be with you know, Aishi, Wyndham, Marriott, and Hilton, the Hampton Inn Suites tend to be the only ones where I see turkey sausage, which again, if you're on Weight Watchers and you're watching your, you know, your fat and calorie intake, it's, it's nice to have turkey sausage every once in a while. Uh, so Hampton Inn and Suites are the ones where I tend to find that. And then you also get some to-go bags. So if for some reason you miss breakfast, they have little, um, lunch to go bags that you can grab on the way out that have a bottle of water. A lot of times they'll have a fruit like a banana and then some other like unhealthy muffins that I don't tend to eat. Uh, but at least I, you know, they'll give you that kind of to go bag. So that is a nice little, you know, extra perk of staying at a Hampton and in suites. So those are the properties that I tend to stay at. At least that's where I'm at right now. Obviously, like I said, I'm going to start exploring some other brands. So, you know, this might change up in the next couple months just because I want to balance out my points with some other properties, just in case we do travel outside the country and we're not just traveling domestically. So hope that helps you guys as far as picking, you know, what is the most kind of healthier hotels. So Moving on from there, what are some general kind of hotel hacks? Well, number one would be setting your preferences before you arrive. So if you read my article earlier last week, it was talking about downloading the apps. So the apps for the airlines, the app for the hotel room, you know, the hotels, things like that. You can actually go in there and set where you want points on arrival, that you want a high floor, maybe you want a low floor, maybe you want to be near the elevator, maybe you want to be far away. For me, I like a high floor. I like my points when I check in and I like to be by the elevator. I sleep really well. Noises don't tend to bother me. Other people might want a, you know, a low floor where they can just go right to the room and they want to be away from the elevator because of this, you know, it's not exactly the quietest. So go in there and set those things before you get there because it's just going to make your traveling much, much smoother. The next tip I have is BYOBs. Now you'll notice that that is plural because there are a couple bees that I bring along with me. Number one is the baggies. And I've talked about this before. I bring just little sandwich bags with me. So if I make a sandwich in the room, I pop it in there. If I, uh, my next thing is bread. So if I take bread down to toast it, I throw it in a baggie. If I have leftover fruit from breakfast, I throw it in a baggie. If I do any, you know, meal prep to separate, you know, I buy a big bag of the poppables, Lay's chips, the lower calorie ones, you know, I'll separate them out into different baggies that I can kind of take with me. So I always take sandwich bags with me. And so that way I can, you know, portion my food out uh, to take with me for my lunch. The next B is bread. I will stop and usually I'll stop and get the 35 calorie bread um, because I'll make sandwiches with it just out of deli lunch meat. Um, or I'll have that for toast in the morning because I'd rather have just the one point bread instead of the multi-point bread that they give you for free. Uh, so I will just throw my 
bread in a baggie, take it down and toast it if I want to make like a breakfast sandwich or I just want, you know, some toast with my breakfast. So I have, there are no qualms about taking my bread down there. I don't care who judges me when I go down and kind of toast my own bread. And then the final B is beverages. So I will bring, I'll either stop at the um, airport or, you know, on my way from the airport, I will stop at the grocery store and get, you know, a 12 pack of seltzer water, or I might get a 12 pack of regular bottled water, or I'll get, you know, unsweetened iced tea, but I'll bring my own beverages. So I'm not spending money where I don't need to spend money. And I'm less tempted to spend money on things like alcohol when I have drinks in my room. So just getting that flavored seltzer or whatever it is, having that in the room reduces my temptation and keeps me again, on point and sticking to my plan. The next thing would be cook to order, and that would be getting it to go. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, after my run, I'll get back to the hotel, I'll go right to breakfast, and I'll ask them if they have a to-go container so I can just grab the breakfast and take it back up to my room. I'll shower, I'll sit down, have a cup of coffee, and eat my breakfast. And anything that I don't eat for my breakfast, I'll tend to take for my lunch. So I'll throw it in my baggies and throw it in my lunchbox and take it with me. So that could be fresh fruit, or if it's a cook-to-order omelet, I might you know, eat just some scrambled eggs off the buffet and ask for an omelet to go and I'll have that for lunch. Hey, makes me sound cheap. But again, if I can eat a health, extra healthy meal for free on the road, I'm absolutely going to do that. So I will get that to go. And a lot of times I just ask for that to go container. Hey, do you care if I make a plate and take it up to my room? Oh no, go ahead. Nobody's ever said no. They're just like, yeah, you're on the go. I understand. You got a meeting to get to whatever that is. They have no qualms about giving me that to go container. So that would be a little hack or a tip is to, you know, you don't have to necessarily eat down at the breakfast bar. You can eat in the comfort of your hotel room. Just take it upstairs with you and anything you don't eat, just take it with you for your lunch. So my last tip is to research, do your research beforehand. So look at the photos and see what is the gym like at the hotel? What do you have to be prepared for? Or is there a gym nearby? You know, is there for me a planet fitness within, you know, driving distance of the hotel? Is there a place to go for a run? Like when I was in Indianapolis this week, I went on an awesome run. It was probably one of my favorite runs because I went down by the canals. I saw something I hadn't seen before. So do you have a place to kind of get your runs in if you're a cardio person? Does the hotel offer fridges in the rooms? You know, is that something that you might have to call and say, hey, I have a dietary restriction. Can I have a, you know, do you guys offer bringing fridges to the room? And a lot of times they'll say yes. I mean, if I got a free fridge when I was in Vegas at a strip hotel, there should be no problem that you have any problem getting a mini fridge brought to your room so you could stick to your dietary requirements. And I have no, I mean, if they ask, you know, what dietary requirements do you have? I'm on a lower low calorie diet in which it requires me to store food. That's all I tell them. And I, I don't it's not like you have to provide a doctor's note like when you're in school. They just want to make sure that you're not just trying to scam the system or, you know, get something for free that others have to pay for. And for me, like I am being a hundred percent honest. I have dietary restrictions in which I need a fridge in my room. And I've never gotten any pushback from that absolutely at all. Another thing you might want to find out is, does the city offer grocery or food delivery? You know, whether that's through DoorDash or, you know, any of the other food delivery services. Is that something that you want to take advantage? Then do the research and see if that is something that is available in that city. 
is there a hotel or bar in the hotel? So that way, if you know that you're going to be working late certain nights, you want to make sure that you can still get food and find out when that, you know, restaurant is open until. So those are just a couple of the things that you can kind of research beforehand to make sure that you have a stress-free visit to the hotel. So that was a ton of information. This is probably one of my longest podcasts to date, but I feel like there's a ton of good information in here and I'm sure I missed something, but what are our action items for booking our hotel rooms? What are the action items that we can take action on next time uh, we book our hotel? Number one is you have to put yourself first. Make sure when you are booking, you are choosing your hotel, that you are doing it with intent. You are staying on your plan. You are being selfish. You are doing what's best for you and finding out, okay, what's going to give me a fridge in my room? What's going to give me a cooktop because I'm going to be in the city for four days, whatever that is. You have to put yourself first when it comes to booking your hotel. Number two is you have to find hotels that you like and they speak to your needs. You might hate all of the Hilton properties and that's totally cool. That's totally fine. You might find stuff on the Marriott lineup that really works for you. That's awesome. Find the hotels that you like and speak to your needs that you feel comfortable in, that you could sleep in the beds at night and they're nice and comfy and they have the flavor of coffee that you want. I get it, but just figure out what's most important to you. And the only thing I ask is that you book with intent. You're not just randomly booking hotels. Make the most out of it. Do what's best for you and book, you know, find hotels that are within your needs. Focus on your status in the beginning. Make sure that, you know, do some sampling. I did some sampling in the beginning, but find the program and then dedicate yourself to it. So that way you can maximize your status and you can get all the benefits that are, you know, available to you, whether that's with Marriott, IHG, Wyndham, with, you know, Hilton, whatever that is, just maximize it and get to that highest level of status as quickly as you can. And then finally, like I've said several times, always ask for the upgrade. Do yourself a favor. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to ask when they say thank you for being a X Y or Z member, saying absolutely I love your properties. Are there any upgrades available? And just stop talking. Just look at and just ask them, are there any upgrades available? And they'll tell you yes or no. But again, if you don't ask, you already have no. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you again. If you've made it this far, you are a trooper. I hope this information was helpful for you, and I hope that it helps you stay healthy and make healthier choices while you're on the road. If you need absolutely anything from me, you can reach out at tj at tjhouston.com or leave a comment over at fitfortheroad.co. Thank you guys, and I hope you have an awesome week. This has been episode 18 of Fit for the Road, recorded on May 11, 2019, and published May 12, 2019. For show notes, visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for the production of today's episode.